um, for everybody that for everybody that's listening and has a question, you do have to press the number one on your phone. Uh, otherwise, I don't know that you have questions. And there's a couple people in the caller queue who um, don't have uh, who have not pressed the number one. So if you do have a question, you do have to press one. And if you've already pressed one and uh, you press it again, you just can press it a third time, and you'll come up and it'll show that you have a question. There you go. Some of some people have now gotten in in line. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming. Today's a, a really great day. It's a Monday. It's a great way to start out the week, and I have a very special person with me today. Uh, she's a psychic. She's a, an incredible woman, one of the most incredible women I know. She's a lawyer. She's a mediator, um, and, you know, she can help people work out those finite problems in their relationships. So she's somebody that when she gives you information, it's really important to listen because she's giving you correct information. And I want to welcome this wonderful woman. Her name's Carol Goldstein. Carol, are you there? I am, Jay. Hi. It's great to be back with you and your listeners. Oh, I, I'm very privileged to be back with you. I, I love the book. I want people – it comes in a um, – it comes in an ebook and a hard copy. Is that correct? Did you get? Yeah, that? it's an ebook and a and a uh, and a paperback. I think we for, you forgot to tell people I just wrote a book. <laughs> um, I just wrote a book oh. called The Questions God. It's called The Questions God Will Ask: Prepping for the Final Exam, and it's available on Amazon. Yes, I was coming to that next. <laughs> I was going to say, and this book, um, she's written this great new book. Um, she's written other books, too. Uh, Carol also writes blogs. Uh, and if you look at, uh, I did get it so that uh, you can hyperlink. If you touch the hyperlink, they'll take you to the book where you can purchase it on Amazon. And I hyperlinked her website. So her website is actually Carol dot carolgold.com so um, she does blogs under Carol Gold so and she does some great informative blogs so Carol welcome thank you for coming this is really an exciting time and it must be exciting for you to just have written a book please please tell us how you're feeling and how excited it is <laughs> well the excitement is around the material it's around the content of the book I mean so many of us now are searching, right? There's, we're living in such rapidly changing times and high-tech times and inundated with news and inundated with negativity that we barely know how to keep up. And so many people who are on the spiritual or ascension path, however you choose to look at it, people who are just awakening to their higher selves, often find themselves at a loss for what do I do next or am I even where I need to be? And so the book is, what I'm so excited about is the book is the most basic kind of um, guide to let you know at every juncture whether you're on the mark or you're off the mark from where you're trying to get to. It's a very practical book. I, I think it's, um, you said basic, but it's really comprehensive, actually. I think it encompasses the reality that I try to profess as a, a light worker. 
I try to bring forth information that will help people have a better life. And what the book does is it actually gives you a path to get there. And that's the amazing part about it. And it also discusses every aspect of what I call being a light worker. So I know you live this reality. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit uh, on how you discovered each of these categories um, that are in the book and how you, how the book is uh, comprised. To be, so they're know, called so principles. I'm sorry. Yes. They're, call, they're called principles within the book. There's 12 of them. And I actually, um, over time, had to learn to to understand them and integrate them into my own life, meaning, you know, we say the teacher teaches what the teacher needs to learn ultimately. And so it was a learning process for me as well. But the real, um, the basic foundation for the book came after decades of me sort of trial and error through other people's um, guidance and direction and the way that other people thought I should live. And, and, my, and instead of sourcing within, I was always looking outside myself for an answer. And even when I learned to turn inward, I often found myself, you know, sh- sort of stranded or off the path from where even I intended to go within myself. And then uh, about three and a half years ago, Um, these 12 principles came through. They came through almost like a channeling. They came through, I'm a writer, um, and I almost couldn't not, I almost couldn't not write them down when they were coming through. Um, And I looked at them when they were done, and I saw that they actually represented great insight into how to know if you're off your path. So let me just tell you the premise of the book. The premise of the book is that everything is energy. Everything at the quantum level, this we know this scientifically. So, how do we integrate that reality that everything is energy with the fact that we're humans with a soul and emotions and on a path towards self awareness and self growth? Well, the way you do that is to realize that there's two ways to use energy correctly and incorrectly. Incorrectly, for example, if you plug a 220 hair dryer into a 110 outlet, you're going to blow the outlet and blow the appliance. You blow the hair dryer and you blow the electrical outlet. Why? Because the energies aren't compatible. Well, where we miss the mark is forgetting that we're that as well. We're just pure energy. And when we use it wrongly, like to hate or to be fearful or to be jealous or to be vengeful, we're using the energy that we have access to, the energy that source provides us within us we're using it incorrectly and we essentially do the same thing to our lives when we have negative outcomes in our lives it's because we're using energy improperly when we know how to use it properly that's when we start to really soar on our own path and so the the principles in the book are 12 frequencies 12 vibratory frequencies that energy travels at Each of them has a name, and the names that we're familiar with are like allowing and awakening and knowing and love, etc. There's 12 of them. They have names because we're talking about pure energy, but we have to give it some kind of definition. And within each one of those principles, I define it, and then I break down the definition into three parts. And for each part, 
I give you a question to ask yourself. And based on the answer that you give yourself, you know whether you're on the mark, off the mark, way off the mark. You realize instantly what you have to do to bring yourself back into your own personal power. I, I 100% agree. Like I said, I did read the book. And um, I think the greatest part of the book is just what you said, that you get to do it. You what you said where you said, I always was looking to other people to find what's the next step, where to go. or, And what this says is it actually gives you the path so that you can choose the next step. You're not relying on other people. And I think one thing that's important is uh, let's do the chapter where that is. It's called knowing, isn't it? Yeah, it's the first principle of the principle of knowing, yes. Yeah, and this is so important because lots of times everybody's looking outside of themselves for the answer, you know, and what you've done is you set a clear path on understanding why you want to go with your you knowing, not what other people are knowing because we hear people say, oh, well, I do this and then I've astral projected. Well, that doesn't work for me, so... Um, you know, that's, that knowing didn't help. But the knowing that you're teaching us is to know our truth. Correct? Is that, did I say it correctly? You did, except for one thing, Jay. When you get it okay. from someone else, it's never knowing. When someone else tells right. you what works for them, that's not knowing. Knowing, and let's use the definition in the book, knowing is the confidence and certainty that comes from personal experience. So unless you have an experience yourself firsthand, you can't know. You can have faith, you can believe, but you can't know. I like to I like to point out that in the Old Testament, in what the Jewish people call the Torah, in the Old Testament, it doesn't say Adam slept with Eve. It doesn't say Adam had sex with Eve. In the Aramaic, it says he knew her. And that knowing her or knowing anyone appears repeatedly in the Bible. This concept of knowing, because when you have personal experience, when Adam joined with Eve, when you have personal experience, it's a level of certainty that's unwavering, that doesn't change unless you yourself change it through a subsequent experience. So one other thing, Jay, you know, someone who, someone read the book, before they read it, actually, someone got the book and they emailed me and they said, Jokingly, they said, how'd you get the answers? Because the book is called The Questions God Will Ask, Prepping for the Final Exam. And I wrote back and I said, I didn't didn't get the answers. I'm giving the questions. (laughs) It's like, wouldn't you like to know, going into any final exam in any school that you've ever been at, wouldn't you have loved to have had the questions before you had the test? then you can go find the answer that you want to write as part of your answer, right? If you're going to write an essay, let's say. Well, this book is not the answer. This book is the questions. You actually provide yourself with the answer, and that's the brilliance because it's not my brilliance. It's Source's brilliance because the only answer you really want is your own. You don't want to be a carbon of anyone. You want to be a uniquely individual self-co-creating with source human being for the time that the soul is 
transporting itself through this earth plane in a body. That's what you want. You want to be unique. This book lets you get to your own uniqueness. That, and it's, um, it really is true. If you have your own knowing, then there's no denying. <laughs> you know, and I think that's where it gets you there. So that you can actually have your knowing, your own, you can come up with the correct question. And I think that's the import, another important aspect of the book is, is that you allow people to have the correct question. And so go into right useness and um, how you derive the correct question and why it's so relevant um, for people to actually ask the right question. Well, I, you know, right useness is a term I came up with because when I was writing the principles, I looked at the word one day, righteousness. Righteousness is a religious word, and it has very specific combi- uh, uh, definition and demands of people that you behave righteously. What does that mean? Well, it's very subjective. And oftentimes we, have, we struggle with being righteous because to be good and kind and merciful and all of compassion and all these wonderful qualities, well, we're human. And, you know, stuff gets in the way and we lose our tempers and we get depressed. And righteous is a very high standard. However, if you take the O out of righteousness, you're left with right useness. And it seemed to me that that was the original directive from source. It wasn't be righteous. It was use the energy rightly. The right useness of energy is a law of the universe. And every place we see it, when it's used wrongly, we see the catastrophic or the negative results. You can have nuclear power. You can have a nuclear power plant that powers the whole city. Or you can have a nuclear bomb that destroys a whole city. It's the correct use of energy. So I call it the law of right useness of energy. And I think it's really, it makes life a lot simpler because you, it's easier to ask yourself, am I using my energy properly in this experience as opposed to am I being righteous? That to me made a lot more sense and was a lot easier to to, to, to maneuver the world was thinking about the proper use of energy. Does that answer? I I think that's what you asked me. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I have actually adopted the term, the right use, uh, instead of righteousness, (laughs) the right um, use of energy, because it is, that's what I also teach all the time on my show. I try to tell people, get Bring up your vibration, which is energy. Bring up your, you know, instead of dwelling in stuff that is negative and uh, discord and non-functional, bring your energy up. Bring your vibration up. And uh, this uh, allows you the opportunity to understand how you're not using your energy correctly. And I was a little shocked that, that you actually mentioned me in the book. Um, when I read it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually in this book. Um, and so, and you said, I always was trying to teach you uh, about allowing and um, and how you thought, I am allowing, I am. <laughs> and uh, and then you realize, well, maybe I'm not allowing completely. Maybe I'm uh, um, 
blocking some of this by by uh, incorrect use of the vibration. And uh, lots of times, I'm guilty of it myself. I, you know, uh, have tried to do stuff, and I think I'm at the right vibration, and I'm not, and I'm not successful. And that's where you uh, actually uh, get to make another choice, and your book helps a person through the process rather than being stuck in the process. Well, so, allowing, um, is, allowing is one of the principles, as you know, and it is the principle in which I discuss you and, and the gift that you gave me, which was eventually um, leading me sort of down the path of my own uh, awakening to allowing. Allowing is the most difficult thing we have to do as humans because it's really where the expression thy will, not my will comes from. That's what it's about. It's about allowing the universal energies to bring us that which we need and to not bring us that which we don't. And so we're so busy trying to make things happen all the time or create the outcomes that we think are best that we get outside of the universal flow of energy. And what really brought me to understanding on a very deep level the principle of allowing was exhaustion, was physical exhaustion. I exhausted myself at every turn because I just couldn't stop trying to make things happen in one way or another. And when I finally reached that point where I said, you know what, I I give up. (laughs) I have no idea how to make any of this happen. And then the next thing I knew, I I had landed in this place of inner peace and things started to flow toward me. And I understood that flow, and I got comfortable in that flow. And life is very different when you learn how to allow the universe to flow to you and allow yourself to flow with it. And so the principle of allowing in the book is is given. The questions are given, um, and the principle is explained. Every principle in the book has an explanation after the definition of the principle and the questions you're to ask yourself, the breakdown of the definition and the three questions. I then give personal stories or universal stories, stories about other people to show you what the principle looks like in action, in real time. What, I give you examples of the principle in action to help you understand how it might show up in your own life. And the wonderful thing is once you finally did allow, uh, it actually produced results that you were unexpected or better than you actually imagined. Isn't that correct? It's still happening. It's happening now almost on a daily basis. Almost on a daily, things are happening that I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at this. Oh, my gosh, look at that. And now, instead of getting stuck in any of them, I exercise the principle of gratitude, which is another frequency, and I stay in the flow of not getting attached to what's happening, being grateful for what's happening, both the good and the not apparently so good at times, because I know it's all part of a larger pattern that I may not be seeing at the moment. And, and it, it is amazing, though, that it, it, once you let go, there is a flow that you actually stepped into, is, and, and you, you felt the change. Isn't that correct? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jay, yeah. you want to go over I, one of I, the principles? 
Um, yeah, let's. I want to try to do it with a collar so that we can show how it. Because there's so many, so many good principles in here. Everyone is relevant to every single person. So, um, and I have so many collars. I'd like to just pick somebody arbitrarily. Um, Great. To to ask a question, and uh, we'll, I think we'll start with um, uh, the two one five number. Um, Hello. Two one five. You're on the air. Who's this, and where are you calling from? Hi, um, I'm calling from Philadelphia, and can I, I have you on speaker? Can you hear me? I can. Can I get your first name, please? Okay. Wait a minute. Let me just. I took you off a of speaker. My name is Marlene. Hi, Marlene. Do you have a question for Carol and I? Yes, I do. I am a 76-year-old semi-retired professional. I know I have more work to do, but because our government and society are so corrupt, I don't know where I belong. My question is, how can I make the world a better place, a place of unconditional love, communication, cooperation, and respecting each other's differences? It appears um, that people have become so weak emotionally and are easily led down a dark, dark hole. They are also controlled by fear and manipulated by money and power. And this does not sit well with me. And I know I'm only one person. Okay, so your your question basically is how do I participate in this dimensional reality at the highest level. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. Um, and that's easy to answer, I think, with Carol's book. And I'm going to let Carol jump in. Uh, I would just pick one topic where you would like her to um, uh, get expansion in, and that way uh, we can, uh, like, tailor the call to her. Uh, does that okay, sound well, good, Okay, well, I read the I, – excuse me. I'm sorry for interrupting. I read the book twice. Okay. I need to read it probably a hundred more times. The one area that's okay. very difficult for me is forgiveness. Oh, okay. Um, so then let's talk about forgiveness because it's important for her to get through that. And this is important for anybody that, you know, is holding energy in their heart that isn't pure or holding energy that doesn't serve them. And the reason why uh, energy that of not forgiving doesn't serve you is I'll let Carol go into all the reasons. Well, Jay, I will talk about Sorry. forgiveness, but but, okay. but I want you, I want you if, after I do, if you could, to address the specific question around how she's supposed to show up in the world, and the reason is is that I know this I know. caller. And I and I don't want to I don't want to read that I don't want to answer that question right, because right. I have too much personal history there that I'm afraid I won't okay. be objective and give her pure information right. coming through. But on the issue of forgiveness, let's talk about that. So you know, we hear commonly, you know, I can forgive others, but I can't forgive myself, or vice versa. I've forgiven myself, but I can't forgive X, whoever X is, and. The, the, rea the definition of, of forgiveness in the book is healing, actually, healing from the effect of words said or actions taken before you or another awaken to what is now more fully understood. What does that mean? Well, I'll break it down in a minute, but in general, what it means is, is that 
Whenever we look back at ourselves or anyone else and we look at what we did or what they did or what we didn't do and what they didn't do, all we're doing is beside judging, beside judging, which is very crippling and self-hurtful, we're also not understanding and allowing that anyone at any given time behaves only as well as they understand, only as well as they are awakened, only as well as they have tapped into and understand universal laws. So that when you're unkind, if you're, let's take temper. I used to have a terrible temper. And I've said things in my life that I could spend the rest of my life beating myself up for, for those things that I said to someone at any given time if I was upset. But what's the point? Because, A, I was not awakened then to the damage that words can do, to the damage I was doing to myself, to the damage I was doing to another. But when I awakened to that knowledge, to that true knowing, I'm no longer capable of that. I don't do that anymore. That's never a solution for me to any kind of conflict or problem. Because I've learned. And so when you heal, forgiveness is actually a healing of self. And it may be a healing of physical illness that you're carrying because you've unforgiven, because you have not forgiven. Therefore, your body cannot heal because unforgiveness, the misuse of energy through holding a grudge, is very physically detrimental to the body and its organs. When you, when you forgive, you actually heal yourself from the effect of those words or those actions that you took. And remember, that other person who may have hurt you was doing the same thing at that time. If they knew better, truly the word knowing, if they knew better, they would never have said or done what they did. So you have to let go of what was then. And only focus on what is now more fully understood. In the process, you forgive yourself instantly and you forgive them. Because it's like the guy walking down the street with one leg. Do you run up and kick him and tell him to walk faster? No. He's doing the best he can do in the moment. That's the thing you have to understand about when we do things or see things in others that we want to quickly judge we forget that they're doing the best they can, as are we at any given point in time. So quickly, the three questions that you ask yourself, I won't spend the time on the call because we have a lot of callers in the queue, Jay said. I won't go through the broken down definition of the word uh, of what forgiveness is, but let's just look at healing, healing yourself and others, the three, three words that are in there. The question you ask yourself is on healing. What thoughts do I hold which act as obstacles to my living perfect health in mind and body? Well, you ask yourself that question, and when you begin to answer yourself, you you realize what thoughts you hold. Because we all walk around creating all day long. We create positively or negatively, whether we're aware of it or not. You're creating at every moment because thoughts are frequencies, and they manifest as things in the world of matter. So you may be just on your way to the market, or you may just be heading off to work, or you may be at your desk at work, but you may be boiling inside over what your spouse, child, cousin, neighbor, coworker said to you this morning. You're creating. 
in that moment. Those are thoughts you're holding which are acting as obstacles to living perfect health in mind and body. When you talk about yourself, forgiving yourself, the question is, have I forgiven myself and others? The choices made when we were less aware than we are now. Now, you may grow and the other may not. So if they haven't grown, you have to forgive them too for being where they are. You can't be angry at them because they're stuck back where you used to be when you were there too. You understand they're on the same journey as you, and we all move along the frequency of awakening and awareness at our own rates of speed and comfort. The third, forgiving others, the question you ask yourself is, do I allow that no one acts badly but for fear and and the resulting pain they experience in their pre-awakened consciousness? No one acts badly except out of fear and pain that they're experiencing when they're not fully conscious. That's when we act badly. That's when they act badly, and that's when you've acted badly in your own life. However, once you know, once you awaken to this, once you practice checking in with yourself on how you're handling forgiveness, you find it's a lot easier to stay in a consciousness of forgiveness. So did you understand that, Marlene? Absolutely. But I have one problem with that. When you have the leader of our country insulting, criticizing, judging, and you're affecting the younger generation, seven generations down the road, that is unacceptable to me. And you know what the truth is? Yes. I'm sorry. Um, no, I understand that it can be unacceptable to you, and that's why uh, you have to exercise your uh, ability to vote and be glad that you live in a country that actually is free and allows change to come forward. Um, and I'm, I just want to uh, do a really quick thing because I'd like to get to some other callers. Uh, I'd like to just say, when you show up, and I understand that a lot of people want political change and they want a different uh, tonality in our way of living, it starts with you. It starts with you not being angry about what you're hearing, but saying that is an area where change needs to occur, and I'm going to make the first step and be positive in how I am in my life. And so when you say... Um, you you're, feel like you're limited with the government, just cancel all of that. Find out how you can be the most successful person you are. Carol's book is an outline on all the areas that people can work in um, as far as personal growth. And the way that you really be, a lot of people think, oh, I want to be on a, the stage of the world, but there's not many people that are on the stage of the world that make a difference. The people that really make a, the difference are the grassroots people, the people at the very bottom who are actually <laughs> being the saints, who are feeding the people, who are you know feeding the hungry or the cleaning up after the homeless or helping provide them with a ways and a means for housing. Um, and So lots of times we think, oh, uh, if we could just change this politically, but it has to start from you being the anchor. And that's 
the hardest thing to do is become the anchor. And Carol's book is perfect because it gives you guidelines on different behavior modifications that make you a light. And that's all we're supposed to be is the light. And as you become the light, yeah, as you become uh, the light. Jay, can I? Yeah, sure. Jay, let me interject here one minute. the, The caller, Marlene, was saying, that she feels limited in, in her question when she asked it, and you were talking about limitation in your answer. And I just want to say that one of the ways we limit ourselves is by giving over our personal power to someone else. And when you fixate on whether mm-hmm. it's a politician or a movie star or whoever it is outside of yourself, you're actually limiting yourself. The government is not limiting you. The movie star is not limiting you. Uh, Harry and Meghan, and whether they have their baby today or not, is not limiting you. You're limiting yourself by focusing on someone you have no control over instead of focusing on yourself over whom you do have control. That's true. And what I've been saying to myself every day, live the serenity prayer. Okay, so let's, uh, yeah, I think we need to move prayer. along, Jay. Jay, you okay. want to move along? Sure. Yeah, we'll go on to the next caller. Thank you, Marlene, okay, for calling. Thank you. I hope that, that it was beneficial for you. Yes, it was. And thank namaste. you very, very much. God bless. Okay. Bye. God yes, bless. Namaste. Um, we're going to go right on to 111. Uh, 111, you're on the air. Who's this and where are you calling from? Hi, Melissa, Colorado. Hi, Melissa from Colorado. Do you have a question for Carol? Uh, yeah, it has to do with the vib- with the vibration. Vibration does it consist of sounds besides thoughts? <laughs> Candles. Thank you. I can't hear this call. I can't understand this caller, Jay. Okay. So um, she's asking uh, about vibration or energy. You call it energy. I call it vibration. And um, what was the question exactly again, Melissa? Um, could, could could the energy be raised by sounds, uh, oh. sounds of water or music to to fight off negative? So everything is energy. That's why the Bible says in the beginning was the word, meaning that everything happens through sound. And so absolutely, sounds have the impact of raising, they can raise your vibration, it can lower your vibration. It's, you know, the Schumann resonance at certain frequencies will address certain aspects of your consciousness, as will other music. However, separate from that, there is still the fact that we live in the physical world, we still have to take action. And so while you can temporarily or even on an ongoing basis keep your frequency, keep your vibration up through listening to harmonious music as opposed to music that is discordant, you still need to take action in your life. And the book is about how you um, get a handle on and how you manage the actions that you do have to take still living in a 3D reality. So did you understand that, okay. Melissa? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yes, I did. Um, okay, so I hope my question is, Yes, Yes, if you don't mind me asking you, uh, Reverend, uh, is my, uh, am, I, am I racing my energy? Because I've been, I've been doing uh, more positive thinking. 
Um, oh, um, Carol, I'm going to answer this okay. because I spoken to Melissa on the show before. And sure. yes, you are raising the vibration and you are turning things around. I think uh, one great thing about Carol's book is it gives you areas that you can see where you're not focusing your attention to. Uh, like the first caller said, well, I have, uh, I've read the book and I found that forgiveness is my spot. So what that does is shows you there's where you need to work. You know, there's the place to start just because that will be where your flow is in. So that's why I suggest everybody, you know, um, at least get an ebook of this because what it does is it actually allows you to know you, your answer, your truth, your reality. Uh, it's easy for people to call in and get an answer from me, but then they're getting my answer. They're not getting their answer. Uh, I, allow it to happen because when you hear my answer, lots of times it lets you get to your answer. But this book now allows you to actually formulate a process to the highest levels of um, enlightenment. And what I'd like to say is at the end of the book is a very, very cool surprise, which I'm not going to talk about, but uh, you do have to read the whole book to um, know uh, what the actual message is. And it will help you on your life path. So um, did you want to add any more to that, Carol? I do, Jay. I would like to say this. It's maybe one of the most important things I can say about the book. We live in a world right now where news media, politicians, and all sorts of corporate control are trying to tell you what to think, what to buy, how to live who to like, who to dislike, what talk, what speech is acceptable, what speech is unacceptable. There are all, there is a global push to control the individual. This book is all about you taking charge of where you go and what you do and what you think and how you do it and what you create and how you create it. This book is about a very high level of empowerment. And that to me is the real gift of the book. Yes. Yes, I agree 100% on that. So I hope that helped, yeah. Melissa, and we're going to try, um, try to go on to another caller. Uh, thank, thank you for calling. Okay, I'm going to go on to 646. I think you're on the air. Hello? Hi, 646. Can hey, I get Ma- your first name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, my name is Lisa, and I'm calling from New York City. Hi, Lisa. How can uh, do you have a question for Carol today? Lisa, are you there? Hmm. Well, six months. Can you hear me? Uh, no, we couldn't hear you. Did you have a question for Carol? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm so sorry. Yeah, so uh, I was in a car accident. I'm okay. Uh, thankfully, and um, I have to continue with uh, physical therapy for the next six to eight months. So I just wanted to see if you see a settlement coming in 2019 or does it go over into 2020? Do you have a dog? I plan on getting one. One of my coworkers, um, a friend of hers, I think she, she breeds dogs, but I definitely plan on getting a dog, yes. The dog, the dog is very helpful as part of the recovery process, um, and oh. so 
Yeah, and so that would be, I just, it's the most overriding thing I feel around you is the dog. So, um, yeah, so keep that in the forefront of your mind. And um, when when you do get the dog, be aware that the dog has a, a very specific consciousness as it relates to you. And try to allow the dog to be who it is. I know this is called very off the path from what you asked, but allow the dog to be who he is. I want to say him. I'm, I think it's going to be male because the dog can help you in more ways than appears um, at the surface. And so understand when you do get the dog, it's a gift from spirit um, that your relationship with that dog is very special and uh, never take it for granted. Oh, wow. I will not do that. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy. Wow. I never thought about it like that. In terms of the settlement, it feels to me like the very end of 19, perhaps right over into the beginning, January of of 20. Okay. Will I be happy with the amount? (laughs) (laughs) You have to choose to be happy. You know, the... It's a, a subjective <laughs> comment, so you have to always choose to be happy. Happiness is, has nothing to do with what you get. It's exactly. a choice whether you're going to choose to be happy. The the most important thing is is to be healed. Um, so uh, you you have to go through a recovery process that takes time, and it it's a a longer uh, process than you might think emotionally. Because you can feel like, oh, my body's fine now, but in three or four months, you can have a breakdown or a reaction that you weren't prepared you for, that um, you didn't know you were going to experience. So, uh, and it could be pain-related, or uh, you know, a shift in your vertebrae that you didn't actually, you know, it finally settled, and now it's really hurting. So, um, you have a yeah, you have a lot of process to go through. So uh, it is okay. choice, though, and and I love your vibration. It's really bright, and that's what you have to uh, stay at. And when uh, you spoke so joyfully about the dog, I know that's an exact hit for you because um, there was so much joy in the vibration. You know, it was yes. it resonated <laughs> with you so much that it um, ends. Uh, Carol, like you, you were right on. I think. So we're gonna so let you go with me. that. Thanks. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay, okay. No, I'm gonna let Carol go. You can have the final word. I'm sorry, Carol. It's okay. Just two really quick things on the settlement. I get less than you were told, or less than you hope to get, but a number that you will be pleased with nonetheless. In other words, you're gonna get an adequate settlement where you will feel. That's a good number, even if it's not the number that you were shooting for. And the last thing, which is um, is almost off the mark, is the dog is, do you eat grapes? Okay. Do you eat grapes? Yes, I do eat grapes. Uh Okay. So they're just saying to me that for some reason, grapes are very good for your nourishment right now. So to the extent that you can eat them of all colors, green, red, whatever, just eat grapes. (laughs) Okay, I will I'm Hmm. taking your advice I'm going to call you guys back And I will be giving you a show donation Okay, I'm taking the advice Okay Okay. Uh, Get get Carol's book um, If you want to do something for yourself Do something really positive Her book is really good Uh, There should be a link right on the show description That could take you right to Amazon 
Um, and I appreciate the offer of the donation. Uh, but I would rather that you do something for yourself. And um, if at another time you wanted to do that, uh, it, feel free to. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, I will. And I will be getting uh, okay. your book, Carol. Thank you so much. Blessings. Blessings. Be healed. It's just a little helper. It's, uh, okay, I'm going to go right on to the next caller, if you don't mind, Carol. Or did you sure. want to uh, do another? Okay. I'm, it's, I think it's 856 here on the air. Who's this and where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Rosemary. How are you? Hi, Rosemary. Um, do you have a question for Carol? Sure. Um, I know you guys are talking about the uh, energies and stuff like that, um, and you've been helping me with that, too, uh, from healing and all that stuff. Um, sometimes I think, I know, you know I'm picking up some um, a friend's energy sometimes. It's like off and on, and he pops into my head, and I know he's thinking about me, so I don't know what this issue is or why he's not going forward, if that makes sense. Jay, you want to help me with the question? I think it's a relationship question. She's, I think she's trying to figure out her love vibration. Um, is that correct, Rosemary? Right, right. I do pick up his yeah. energy and stuff, and, and he picks um, up mine, and, and he's not going forward, if that makes sense. Rosemary, um, are, are, you on, Rosemary, okay. Rosemary are you on medication? Rosemary? Yes. Are you on medication? Uh, for health issues, yes. Yeah, for health issues? Right. Yeah. Have you, when's the last time the dosages were checked? Um, I have to go in the day after tomorrow for another specialist to uh, adjust it because I just came out of the ER about a week ago or two. And I okay. just went to the, uh, one of them, I uh, have to go back in June, I have to take a test before I get to her see what she has to do for the right medication. Okay. So, yeah, that's really key. They need to straighten that out. That's not currently um, in your highest and best interest. And so I want you to focus on when you go to see the doctor, focus, make a big deal in a very nice way out of making sure that they are being scrupulous. They're being very careful with the medication and and that they monitor your blood and your physical reaction to the medications once you've been on it for a week or a month or whatever it is, they need to monitor those medications with you um, because your body is reacting very um, uh, sensitively. And, yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so good. So you know that and you'll just um, make that a priority, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're saying yeah. that around the guy uh, – it it feels to me like the timing's all off. It feels to me like you're not in a place to do that right now and that I'm not even sure he's worth the doing. It's what I'm sort of feeling, but your um your 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 vulnerability right now because of your health and the way you've been feeling makes you kind of um be a little needier than you would otherwise have to be. And I'm just hearing that it would not be in your highest and best interest right now to even concern yourself with relationship. There is relationship once you're bet, once you feel better, once you're more stable and um, and strong. Um, there is there is relationship. So I would say for now, 
try focusing elsewhere and allowing that to be whatever it is. And if he's not being responsive or it's not going forward, that's the universe, and you need to allow that right now. Okay, cool. That's why I'm going, like, off and on with him, energy-wise. <laughs> yes, and I actually feel like it's not him either. So um, so when you go into meditation, Rosemary, uh, ask uh, yourself, is this in my best and highest interest to keep dwelling on this information? And you'll get the response uh, because, uh, you know, if stuff is coming through for you, you just have to pay attention and listen, Okay. Do you understand right, that? Cool. Yeah. Okay. So I hope that helps. And thank you for calling. Did you have any last word, Carol, or should I, can I go I on? I don't. I don't. Go on. Okay. Okay. I hope that helps, Rosemary. Thank you for calling. And namaste. And I press the button very quickly. I'm going on to uh, one. Oh, I think this is the same one. Is uh, uh, one, 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 you're on the air. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, can uh, I get your hi, first you? name? Good. Can I get uh, your first is, name and where you're calling from? This is Dejan. I'm calling from Texas. Oh, hi, hi Dejan. Dejan. Uh, do, you have, do you have a question for Carol? Yes. Um, I just want to know if you see me and this other girl, um, her name is Sabrina, in a relationship. Um, is Sabrina... In a relationship with someone else, or was she dating someone else? Uh, yes, she was. I think of well, uh, I think like about a year re- ago. I think it ended about a year ago. Uh, I think it started a year ago. I think, but um, I think it already ended. I think, but I'm not fully sure. But I think it yeah, ended not, already. I think. I'm not. I'm not fully sure either, and I'm not sure if it's ended for her in her heart. Um, I don't uh, – just give me a minute and let me just go someplace else for a minute. Are you – do sure. you work in the tech world, or do you have interest in tech stuff? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, I do. What is it? Your interest, or like like you're just a side interest, uh, or you work uh, in tech related? A side interest. Yeah. So I don't know to what extent you've developed it, but they're telling me that you could have success if you follow that. So that um, there's there's a, there's a, there's ability there, an opportunity for you if you develop ability around um, technology. So. Just keep that in mind if, if you reach a, a point of what do I what kind of work do I want to do or do I want to do something different than I'm doing right now. Um, and actually that's one of the questions in the book that you ask yourself around creativity is whether you, your energy is high and you feel good about the work that you do. So um, I feel like there may just come a time when you want to shift and keep in mind that that would be a good place for you to go in that direction. Um and again, okay. in terms of in terms of her, you know, I don't know what Jay is getting, but I feel some blockage or obstacle to that happening. She feels like a nice person to me, but it feels like there's something in the way, and it's what leads me to believe that she's okay. incomplete somewhere else. Jay, you want to take that? Okay. Um, 
I'm getting that she's not in a relationship right now. So, uh, you know, I, I asked specifically because everybody was confused. So I don't believe she's in a relationship. I think the block is, is where does she live? Does she live near you? Uh, uh, no, she lives in California. No. Okay. That's the block. <laughs> I, I just was like, <laughs> it's just, the, so there was distance. So I, um, yeah. you know, um, so it's not that it's a block, but it is a con- it makes it more it makes it uh it's a lot more difficult to have a long distance relationship and to develop it into a sound relationship. Um so I'm going to say that you can move forward with her. I do think there's obstacles that would uh prevent it from going all the way, but those are obstacles you can overcome. You know, we have choices. Do you really want to be in this relationship? We'll make the choice to buy a ticket, you know, to go there. Uh, does she really want you to come or does she really want to come and see you? We'll, uh, you know, open her up to the possibility of coming and staying. So, I mean, those are the things. They're, they can. Some people can consider them obstacles. Others consider them, you know, just necessities to get to the next stage. And you do have to go to the next stage before you can tell where it actually is going to be going. So uh, I think um, what she might be in a a relationship still, but I really did get that she's not. So um, I'm going to just trust what I'm getting on that. And any final words, Carol? Yes, I think it's an incredible teachable moment. And here's the lesson. We're not prophets, we're psychics. And so we, we interpret the information to, as clearly as we get it and to the best of our ability. When I saw an obstacle, I saw it as a physical thing. So I thought it was a person. Jay probably has it more accurately. It was physical, but it's distance. And so herein lies the brilliance of the book. And, I'm, and, and it just worked out this way in the conversation. When you get it from someone else, you never know for sure. But when you get it from yourself, you have certainty. And it's why, as accurate as Jay is most of the time, and as accurate as I am most of the time, no one lives your life but you. And so asking yourself the questions and getting your own answers from within is the surest way to not only stay on the path, but to become your own direct source to source, to become your own way of reaching the highest possible frequency information directly for yourself from source. Did you get that? Yes, I did. Dejan? Okay, good. I hope that helped. It does. Um, and it does a lot. Okay, good. Thank you for calling and um, namaste. Thank you. Uh, any, okay, yeah. Um, uh, are you ready to go to another caller? Is that okay, yes. Carol? Yes. Okay. Okay, we're going to go to 313. You're on Hi, the air. Hi, how are you? Sherelle Detroit. You Hello, how are you? Sherelle Detroit. Hello, how are you? Hi, Sherelle. Detroit. <laughs> I'm good. Yes. Uh, did you have a question for Carol? I would just like a message from the other side. Or 
What do you see for me coming up? Please and thank you. Um, did you want to take that, Carol, or did you hear it? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Okay, hold on a second. Uh, Carol, Hello. are you there? I'm here. Okay. okay. Did you asked, hear the question? I was asking, yes, I was asking Sherelle if she has a mother or a father on the other side, literally. No. Both of Who's my parents the, still living. What relative is on the other side that you, my that grandmother. you were close to? You, that you were close to? My grandmother. Yeah. So it's interesting because when you said your your phraseology was, do you have a message from the other side? And what immediately came back was that, yes, there is someone literally on the other side of the dimension who is connected to you. And now you're telling me who it is. It's your grandmother. And mm-hmm. she she's saying that she's very much a part of every she's very much a part of what's happening with you and for you. And she watches over you literally all the time. Um, very, very close, still very involved in your life. And she says that there is, you're you're looking for relationship? No, I'm looking more so for a job than a relationship. (laughs) You're you're looking for what? A job job. more so than a, um, more so than a relationship. Okay. Well, She's just, she's just saying that she walks ahead of you wherever you go, and mm-hmm. she's opening those doors. She's making sure those doors are open for you. And is there anything around banking or having to do with um, – I just heard the word banking. Is that either if, – if it's not your work, have you recently had any issues with banking? Um, no, but I hope it's, no, but I hope it's some money coming through the bank. Yeah, Yeah, don't, don't we all? Yeah. Jay, Jay, do you, do you get anything around that, around the money banking thing? Because I can't quite zero in on it, but it feels pretty important to me. Okay. Uh, I just feel like there is a job coming forward. Uh, is what I'm getting. And when I look at it, it looks like it's within three weeks. It's more maybe a month, but it looks uh, like maybe the middle to the end of the third week to me that there's uh, employment. Uh, But what they're saying, though, is a couple of things. They They want you to start using a different phraseology on what you're saying about I want a job. You want what's in your best and highest interest that affords you a healthy lifestyle, okay? And I feel like um, your energy needs to come up just to cut, like uh, Carol's book tells you how to raise your vibration or your energy. Mm -hmm. And if you can get your energy just a little bit higher, you're going to get employment that's going to give you gratification rather than just money. And maybe the thing with the bank that I, I felt like it is money from the bank to you, um, but I do think it's you putting money into the bank first and then it coming to you. So, uh, um, yeah, that's why you have to start using a different terminology. I want what's in my best and highest interest. I want what's uh, um, most of 
abundantly in my best and highest interest, or to achieve great abundance that's in my best and highest interest. That way you'll not just get money because you can be unhappy in a job and make a lot of money. And so you want something that you're going to be happy at and do. Uh, Any final words, Carol? Yeah, yeah. If if you get the book, I really feel and I'll the the, um, the principle of courage and how it breaks down and and the way the book explains it is where you could benefit. You there's some of that energy that you need to activate in yourself, and I think the in the book specifically, courage can help you do that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you both. Okay. You're quite yeah, welcome. Yeah, I hope Blair. that helps. Yeah. Y'all have a good um, evening. Thank you, you for calling. Namaste. Uh, Carol, Bye-bye. let's just call this the end of the show because it is 2 o'clock. And um, if anybody has any questions, you can email Carol um, or through her website, which is www.carol, which is C-A-R-O-L-E, gold.com. And then, again, it's C. A R O L E Carol Gold G O L D dot com www. Um, any other final words that you want to say, Carol? Only that I encourage everyone to trust in their own inner voice, to do everything they can to strengthen that voice, and to understand that you're never alone, ever. You always have the opportunity to tap into source. And get that information from yourself. And the more you do that, the more empowered you will be. And the more empowered you will be, the more peaceful you will be. The more peaceful you will be, the more you will be able to make a contribution that is so needed now in the world, which is exercising the uniqueness that is each and every one of us as a child of God. So, Jay, thank you so much. The book is, again, um, The Questions God Will Ask, Prepping for the Final Exam, Kindle and Paperback, both on Amazon. Uh, I'm Carol Goldstein. Thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, spend this time with you. And thank you, Jay, as always. You are a true gift. You are such an eloquent speaker. I love listening to you. (laughs) I'm glad you did all my work for me there. (laughs) Thanks, Carol. I'll talk to you soon, Carol. Um, And remember, everybody, life is amazing. And we're just...